Everything's tied up. Maybe they'll give you some time to come up with some more collateral. I hope so. If not, I'm screwed. The assholes will probably call my note. You know what a bunch of greedy bastards they are. Maybe not. Why don't you take a few days off and get away from here? That should buy you some time. Hell, the market may bounce back in a couple days. Oh, God, Stan, what if it doesn't? I curse the day I met Don Baker. Tex told me how they had met at Baker's daughter's wedding. During casual conversation, Baker invited Tex to come visit him if he ever needed a loan. Tex figured he'd get a good deal since he knew Baker, but that's not exactly what happened. Well, if you know him, don't you think if you talk to him he might cut you some slack? Maybe. Although I tried to be optimistic with Tex, I was sick inside. I didn't have any ready solution for his problem. If the savings and loan called his note, he would be expected to pay the full balance within thirty days. That would be pretty much impossible, and mean he'd lose everything. The only other option he'd have would be a Chapter 11, but that would be a monumental undertaking with only a slim chance of success. While I was contemplating Tex's predicament, Jody buzzed in and said that Derek Donner was there to see me. Derek Donner was my casualty insurance agent. We referred each other business from time to time. Derek was Pakistani, but had grown up in South Africa. Consequently, he had developed a slight British accent, which the ladies loved. When he called to make the appointment, he had mentioned something about a probate case. I asked Jody to send him in. She did, and we exchanged greetings and talked a bit before getting down to business. I think I'm going to be needing your services, he began. Remember doing that will for Lottie West? Lottie West. It kind of rings a bell. She's the one who was afraid to leave her house. You had to meet out at her place so she could sign the bloody thing. Oh, right, the lady with all the dogs. Yes, why anyone needs thirteen dogs I'll never understand. I shook my head. That wasn't a pleasant afternoon, as I recall. Lottie West lived in an old run-down house on Cole Avenue in Dallas. Even though I love dogs, I felt very uncomfortable at her house. She seemed to be living with a pack of wolves. The place stunk and the dogs leered at us as we walked through the living room to the kitchen table where we were going to execute the will. One of the dogs barked incessantly, making it nearly impossible to think, let alone explain the complexities of a last will and testament. Derek continued, I went out to collect her premium on a health insurance policy the other day, but when I knocked on her door she didn't answer. That concerned me because, as you know, she never leaves her house. Right. So I walked around the backyard, and it was awfully quiet. I couldn't understand why the dogs weren't barking. When I looked in her back window, I noticed the place was a mess. Furniture knocked over, lamps broken, and debris everywhere. I didn't know what to do, so I went next door and asked the lady who lives there if she had seen Lottie lately. She said no, and that it had been unusually quiet over there for a couple of days, so we decided to call the police. Hmm... When the police got there, they forced open the front door and we went in. The place was in shambles, drawers pulled out and the contents dumped, cupboards emptied onto the floor, and the place had a god-awful smell. They found Lottie in the hall amongst a dozen dead canines, apparently all victims of a natural gas leak. The coroner said they'd been dead for twelve hours or more. "'Oh, my God,' I said. "'She was such a nice old lady,' Derek shrugged. I know. I was really fond of her, too. Where was the gas leak? I don't know. They hadn't found its source by the time I left. They said it was a wonder the whole place hadn't blown up.
So who's the executor of the will? I asked. You are. I frowned. I am? Yes, don't you remember? She didn't have anyone to be her executor, so she asked you to do it. I took a deep breath. Gee, she must have caught me in a weak moment. I don't usually take fiduciary assignments. Some attorneys loved to be appointed the executor of their clients' estates. That meant they could charge both an executor fee and attorney's fees. Sometimes estates were literally plundered by these attorneys. I considered it unethical, a conflict of interest, and would only agree to it if there was no other alternative. And if I did agree to it, it would be understood that I would only charge for my time spent and expenses incurred. Even under these circumstances, it was still a bad idea. I had no particular expertise in business or finance, nor the time to give it the attention that would be expected. As I recall, you weren't thrilled with the idea.